Hello and welcome to the Energy Talk Podcast. My name is Uluvumi Olajide and thank you so much for joining us. This is a bonus episode. It's uh, been quite a long time since we had the last one. Unfortunately, we don't have Jennifer Owosa joining us today, but we are going to be promoting a great program by Student Energy called the Global Youth Energy Outlook. So we're going to be hearing from two of the coordinators today. First is Paola Flores Cavall, who is from Bolivia and is the regional coordinator for Latin America. And the second is Saeed Faisal Shah, who is from Pakistan and is the regional coordinator for the Indian subcontinent. We're going to be hearing about the details about the project and how you can get involved and have your voice heard as part of this great initiative by Student Energy. Just as a side note as well, in the last episode, we featured Jim Clunch from Bain & Company and we are organizing a expert Q&A session as a result of that. So if you haven't submitted your questions yet for that and you want to get your voice or you have a question for Jim, then this is a perfect opportunity. The link for that will be in the description of the episode as well. So let's learn more about the Global Youth Energy Outlook and how you can get involved. So basically, the Global Youth Energy Outlook uh, is a first of its kind initiative, you know, taken by the Student Energy. The Global Youth Energy Outlook is basically designed to be the definitive tool for understanding that what actually the young people ages 18 to 30 want for the future of energy in their countries and in their regions. This first of its kind report, uh, the Global Youth Energy Outlook, it's entirely a youth-led research project and it actually aims to engage a total of 50,000 young people throughout the world and they have divided the globe into 10 regions and we have to engage 5,000 young people in each region. So uh, basically each regional coordinators, according to the 10 global regions, there are 10 regional coordinators and every regional coordinator have to reach out to 5,000 young people and to input their opinion and say about the future of energy, environments and climate in their countries and regions that what actually they are thinking about the energy and environments and climate and what actually the, the solutions that uh, those young people can bring into in order to solve the energy issues of their countries and their regions. The Global youth Energy Outlook has two phases. We have divided it into the questionnaire phase and the second phase is the regional dialogue phase. Basically, the questionnaire is a very detailed questionnaire which we are sharing with young people, diverse young people. And after that, we have regional dialogues which are 90 minutes interactive virtual events moderated by the regional coordinators. These regional dialogues might be three to five depending upon the regional coordinators where we will gather young people's perspective on various energy issues in their countries and regions. Then uh, after uh, we are uh, done with the outlook, finally we are going to prepare a very comprehensive report on the outlook and we uh, we have set to launch the final report in the upcoming COP26. And from uh, there uh, then it can be uh, presented to the governments of the countries and regions that what actually your uh, young people are interested to, uh, to look the energy future in their countries. So I think that it, it is also, it is not only a big opportunity for young people to, to influence the energy policies, uh, but also for the governments to know that what the young people are thinking about the future of energy. You just heard from Seed. As I mentioned, he is the regional coordinator for the Indian subcontinent. And now we'll hear from Paola to talk about the motivations behind the project. Again, Paola is the regional coordinator for Latin America. Every region has a different energy reality, has a different energy context. 
So it means that there are regions that are going to have more responses are going to, you know, a bigger impact. For example, in Latin America, we are starting about to talk energy transition. So we need first to educate people, to educate young people about the importance of having their voices in these kind of reports. What has been going in Latin America? Guess that I'm working right now like with country ambassadors. There are country ambassadors in many countries of Latin America. I get in contact with them and we are just looking for organizations, youth organizations in Latin America that are related with the energy sector, but also not related as we look to have the diversity in our responses. The same way I'm trying to have youth organizations that could be related or not related with the energy sector, then that these days has been really hard for me, for example, it's like you need to connect with the people, you need to talk with the people and to say, you know, this is the idea we are having and to convince them the importance of their responses in this kind of projects. There are many organizations that are really open and they say, we want to make it. But also there are another organizations that are starting to know what is energy transition and the importance in, of these for the, to fight against climate change, for example. So it's a process that is being built in these months for my region. In my experience, it has been good things and bad things, especially that we need to say to young people that their participation in this project is really important, but also that each region needs to achieve this energy transition. What we are going to have is like to have the responses that the quality of information, the quality of opinion that youth people have in through the regional dialogues, but we can have like data analysis, like numerical by the questionnaire. That is to build the report for the COP26. That is the, the primary phase that I would say, but the end goal is after the report is built, there are, gonna, there are going to be many uses of this report. Imagine that, for example, the president of Brazil is, you know, making a project or is changing the law out of the energy sector. And he says, you know, it's really important to have youth participation. We need to have young people. And he said, how can we make it if they are not really engaged with young people? And they, he says, okay, you know, I have heard that the student energy make this global youth energy out of report and we can look for that. So the president go, looks to the page and, and have the report. And in the report is going to be built by, by regions so he can have access to people says in Latin America about how, how has been the energy policy in Latin America in general. So that's one way, that is one use that we can have after the report is built because the impact will be for the COP26, yes, we are having impact together now, yes, but the bigger impact is how those end users like all these parts of society like universities, industries, governments are going to make use of the report and how as we as young people can use their, this report to make our voices be heard by authorities and all, all the society members that needs to be touched by our voices. The Global Youth Energy Outlook takes about 30 or 40 minutes to complete. And if you're between the ages of 18 to 30, then I would highly recommend that you do. And to close up this bonus episode, we're going to hear from Said first and then from Paola talk about 
what this report is going to be used down the road and what your contribution will be a part of? I would say there is a gap between the young people, policymakers and academia, which you must have heard about the triple helix model that is connecting all these three things. So uh, the outlook will actually make the governments to listen to the young people, uh, the businesses and all these things. So uh, this outlook is also going to fill up that uh, gap between the young people, the policymakers and the businesses. So and it will also create, I would say that young people must have a voice whenever their future is being determined, if that is determined by the policymakers or the businesses in energy sectors. So this report will actually you know, deliver the young people's perspectives in the policies, matters and decisions, that, what actually they're thinking and what, in what ways they can influence the energy policies. So working with the governments and businesses will make the role of young people more on display and it is going to fill that gap, which is there not only in one country, but in one region, but everywhere in the world, as far as I have discussed with young people. The questionnaire is there available on the website, studentenergy.org slash outlook. Young people can visit and can open the questionnaire. And also, uh, I would say that young people must include themselves in the lucky draw. There is uh, an incentive for young people, uh, which is also available in, at the end of the questionnaire, there are a lot of incentives for young people, which includes uh, uh, a free one-year subscription to Masterclass and Nintendo Switch and, uh, you know, cash prizes in each region and uh, also tickets to the upcoming Student Energy Summit, uh, basically Student Energy Organized Summit annually in each country. Uh, the, the last summit was at the Imperial College London. And uh, this time, it, it, it is not decided where to arrange it, but in 2021, we have the summit and uh, there is also an opportunity for young people through Lucky Draw that they can win uh, a chance to uh, get a free trip to the upcoming summit. So this is an option that young people also should uh, apply for at the end of the questionnaire. Yes, something that I would like to add is that we invite young people, but also organizations in the different regions around the world, that if you are interested in sharing this questionnaire with your organizations through your social media, you can look in the Global Youth Energy Outlook page, but also in the Student Energy social media accounts and for all the information, but also we would like to invite you to be part of this in any of the two bases and sharing these with your friends and communities because it's very important to have all of you being part of this report. The link to fill out the Global Youth Energy Outlook will be in the show notes of this episode so you can go directly there and have a chance to win some of the fantastic prizes and incentives that come along with it. And also referring to the last episode we had, if you haven't filled out a question for Jim and you want to have a question answered about the role of oil and gas in energy transition and also about careers in energy or consulting, then please do that as well. I look forward to seeing you again next week with our regular episodes and I hope you all, as always, are having a wonderful day and bye-bye now.